Hey y'all, welcome to episode eight of Relationshiping and Handling. I am your host, Hunter, as y'all have probably figured out by now. Uh, And I'm in the middle of doing a little bit of a series on arguments. Um, This is part two. Uh, Last week was part one, it was about listening. If you haven't been able to watch or listen to that podcast, uh, hop on over to YouTube or any place where you listen to podcasts and just type up relationshiping and handling and uh, take a listen. Um, But uh, again, we are in the middle of a little series all about arguing and it's all surrounding just one uh, core scripture. And so let's just jump right into that. The core scripture for the next couple weeks is James 1, 19 and 20. And it reads, My dear brothers, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. For man's anger does not bring about the righteous life that God desires. So before we jump into part two of this, let's go ahead and pray. Dear Heavenly Father, come to you right now and thank you so much for allowing me to be able to do this. Uh, allowing me to live in a place where I can uh, speak about this and post about this freely. God, I, I very much thank you for that and praise you for that, Lord. Uh, Lord, I, I ask that you just open our ears and our hearts to hear what you have to say, Lord. We thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Now to kind of recap before we jump into this week's topic, Uh, I want to talk a little bit about what I spoke on last week. Um, Some of the first things being that James says, my dear brothers, and in other um, translations, it is my brothers and sisters, which means that he is talking to fellow believers. He also says everyone should be, and so that tells us that this is not confined to just certain people, certain certain uh, races, genders, or anything like that, certain demographics. It is to everyone who is reading or hearing about this. And another thing that I pointed out before we hopped into the topic of last week of listening is that there is no time frame or certain time that James is saying to take into consideration what he is urging us to do, uh, the actions that he is urging us to take. Um, And so that means that all of this can be applied to any sort of communication or conversation. Um, Like I mentioned before, earlier in the chapter, uh, James 1-2 says, consider it pure joy when you experience trials of many kinds. But he does not here in, in verses 19 and 20, he doesn't say only whenever you're in a good mood um, do you need to you know be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Um, not only whenever you feel like it or you know when the mood is right or or when it's fall or I, you know there's no there's no time frame. So it's just any time that you're having conversation. Now, of course, because he speaks on anger and being angry, uh, I decided, you know what, let's just go ahead and funnel this down to 
arguments. So that's why this series is about arguing and uh, just some of the things that James can teach us whenever it comes to arguing. And so then, of course, last week I talked about listening. The main things on listening is that it is the most important action whenever it comes to communicating, especially arguing. Um, He says, be quick to listen. And so that tells us that it needs to be done immediately. You don't need to drag your feet on it at all. Um, It needs to be uh, done quickly. Also, listening is better than hearing. Um, Hearing is just hearing words and then that's it. You just, you can decipher what they're saying, but nothing else. Listening is actually hearing the words, but also uh, being able to discern what uh, the context is, what their feelings and emotions are behind it, their intentions behind saying those things. And so um, listening is definitely better than just hearing people. And it is most effective whenever you listen completely. You're not cutting the other person off. You are being patient and you're allowing them to say everything that they need to say. It validates what the other person is saying. And especially if you're arguing with a person that you love or you care about, you want to validate the things that they say. And uh, unless you listened or watched, you're not really going to get this, uh, but it uh, turns out that listening is one of the biggest flaws of mine, according to Jasmine. Ha, ha. I want to tell you a story, a true story. Um, the first time that I remember hearing this verse, uh, James 1.19 in particular, I was in church, I was preteen, 11, 12, something like that. And the very next day, I went to school and I wanted to, I, I was at that age where I just, I really wanted to start applying a lot of what I was, what I was hearing. And my parents encouraged me to do that. And so I go to school the very next day and I start to talk to people like this. Now I'm from Texas and so I'm already speaking pretty slowly, a lot slower than people say in New York or California some other place, but I decided to slow down my speech patterns. And I can tell you right now, it did not last very long. I couldn't, I couldn't keep up with it. It, it, it drove me crazy. Um, I lasted maybe a day, probably less than that. People were looking at me weird. My classmates were just like, what is going on with him? I'm sure, um, my teachers thought that I was just being really strange. Uh, I don't even know. It came to my mind the other day, maybe my mom, since she worked in the school district, she might have gotten a uh, uh, an email or something like that from one of my teachers. I'm not really sure. But I see. I felt a little foolish doing it, but I also felt like I was putting into practice what I needed to. And so Wednesday comes along, I go to youth group, and I talk to my youth pastor, and I tell him what I did. And I got to tell you guys, youth pastors, they are just a breed of their own, man. Um, This guy, he introduced me to Chris Farley. Uh, I already have a very humorous bone in my body uh, because of my family, Uh, but he just helped me explore it even more uh, because he was also very funny. But all he did was smile at me. He didn't laugh at me because I got to tell you, If I heard an 11 or 12 year old come up to me and tell me that they did this because of a verse, I'd start laughing. 
um, not to hurt their feelings or anything, but I would just laugh. Um, but he didn't, he didn't laugh at me. He just explained to me what the verse actually meant, not slowing down speech patterns, but just being slow to say whatever it is that you're going to say, uh, to take your time. And so that is my, um, somewhat, uh, interesting segue into what this week's topic is, and you guys probably could have guessed it by now, and it is speaking, uh, specifically whenever it comes to arguing. So why is speaking mentioned second? Well, one of the, one of the answers that I could give is it's pretty simple to realize that if you don't listen first to what another person says, then how can you respond to them? How can you speak on whatever it is, if you're not listening to that person first. So, of course, speaking, coming second, makes sense. Also, a couple of weeks ago, I spoke on some things that Paul wrote about when he said that we should not think of ourselves better than anyone else. He also went as far to say we should think of ourselves less than other people. So, if we are if we are going to think that of of ourselves as less than other people then that means we need to speak less and listen more and i think it's i think it's important if we're going to have that state of mind and that 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 thinking which i do believe that we need to have then we need to think it's less important what we have to say as compared to what the other person has to say again most of our arguments happen with people that we love and so we should be thinking to ourselves i care more about what they have to say than what i have to say Um, and that helps with the whole argument process in the first place again like last week when james speaks to you know how we need to listen he says we, we need to be quick to listen well this week we're dealing with the opposite we need to be slow to speak right and i think that there's a reason for that all throughout the bible you can see it especially like in the proverbs um, solomon does a really good job of contrasting things when you're when you're spe- when he's speaking about wise men and fools right those are big time contrasts i think that james makes this contrast to show the drastic importance uh, of listening over speaking you know, he could have said, be quick to listen and then speak. And that would have been just fine. We, we, would, have, we would have understood that listening still needed to be done first. Or it's more important. But instead, he wanted to go ahead and throw it out there as a big time contrast of be quick to listen and then be slow to speak. And so I think we need to really take, uh, we really need to heed those words. Also, I think what it means whenever he says, be slow to speak is uh, is we need to hesitate before we before we speak. We need to take a minute. We need to pause. We need to think twice about what we say, especially whenever it comes to arguments, because you cannot take back what you say. I, I really want to be able to take back what I have to say a lot of times when I'm arguing, especially with Jasmine, because they're hurtful things. But you can't take it back. So... We need to be patient and listen before we speak. And you know what? It ultimately, what it comes down to is you might have some bite marks on your on your tongue because you might need to bite 
your tongue and just not say anything at all, honestly. And I think James is really trying to get that message across. So again, James is not the only person that speaks on speaking or talking or the tongue. There are lots of other places in the Bible, and I think it's very important to take the perspective of many different authors because they're all in the Bible for a reason. So again, like last week, where do you go for wisdom? Well, a really good place to start is the Proverbs, and I've got some in the Proverbs. The first one is Proverbs 29.20, and that is, Do you see a man who speaks in haste? There is more hope for a fool than for him. Now, if you've read any of the, the, the Proverbs, man, Solomon really paints the picture of a fool as being probably one of the, the things that you want to try to not be the most because the things that he says the fool does is just really um, despicable. Um, but here he's saying if a person speaks in haste, if he doesn't hesitate on what he's saying or think about what he's saying, if he just speaks and he just blurts it out, there's more, more hope for a fool, a person who has over and over again been painted as this horrible person and just not a person that you want to be than it is for that person who just speaks without thinking or speaks in haste, as, as uh, Solomon would say. Uh, the next proverb that I would like to go to is Proverbs 10, 19. When words are many, sin is not absent, but he who holds his tongue is wise. Man. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I need to explain anything there. That makes a whole lot of sense. It's, it's better not to speak sometimes than it is to just ramble on about something because most likely if you just continue to, to speak and speak and speak, and we're, we're talking a lot about arguing here, if you just continue to speak, mm, chances are you're going to be sinning. So hold your tongue sometimes. Sometimes it's better just not to speak at all. And the last Proverbs that I want to go to is, is uh, Proverbs um, 18, um, 21. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. That's really powerful because it, it, it just really paints this picture that what we say has the power to build people up and it has the power to break people down. You know, the, the saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me, that is such a lie. And I know that we, that we say those things because, you know, especially with guys, we want to be macho and we want to go, oh, you can't, you can't hurt me at all. But words really do hurt. And words can, words can break people down. And the last place that I want to go, there are lots of other places that I could have gone with this, but I want to go back to James because he's speaking on something um, so relevant for us. And, and, and especially in today's culture where so many people are arguing over so many different things. And later in James uh, chapter 1, in verse 26, he says, If anyone considers himself religious and yet does not keep a tight rein on his tongue, he deceives himself and his religion is worthless. Basically, guys, we lose our testimony whenever we let our tongue go. 
We need to be holding a high, uh, uh, what he says is a tight rein on our, on our tongues. And a rein is, is what you have on a horse. So we need to be holding on for dear life and going, nope, you're not going to go ahead and say that. You're not going to spout off and say this or that. It's, it's very important that we control our tongues because we lose our testimony. We lose the points that we are trying to make based on the fact that our tongues will speak what the heart is thinking and the heart as, as it is spoken. It, like it's said in the Bible many times, the heart is the most deceitful organ. It, it is full of wickedness. And so the, as humans, we ultimately just automatically want to spit venom and we need to be holding our tongues. So how can we be slow to speak and keep our tongues in check? I know last week I gave some tips um, and some, uh, you know, helpful hints uh, or suggestions on how to listen better. Uh, This, I guess, would be a little bit of that time of of maybe helpful hints of how to be slow to speak or how to tame our tongues. Just like last week, there's a difference between hearing and listening. Well, this week, there's a difference between whenever you speak and it's reactionary or it's intentional. Reactionary and you're reacting to what is being said. Well, then you're just not thinking. There's no discernment at all. You're just speaking whatever comes to mind first. And again, we as humans, we want to say things that tear each other down. It's just human nature. But in being intentional in what we, what we say, we're discerning what needs to be said, what doesn't need to be said. How do I need to say it to this person? How do I not need to say it to this person? Am I listening to the Holy Spirit guide me in what to say? Another thing is I would say pause before, you're, before you react, before you say anything. Pause. Take three seconds. Take two seconds. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Just take some time. Think, is this the right thing to say right now? And, and a lot of times the Holy Spirit will, will nudge you in one direction or the other. And another thing, something that has come up here recently for me and, and been said to me, uh, um, kind of suggested to me is ask questions before you give your thought on things. If you ask questions like, what do you mean by that exactly? Or how did you come uh, to think of that? If, if somebody is saying something that you want to react to, that right there, if you say things like that, it eliminates the, the option of assuming before you say whatever it is that you want to say. If you're asking that person, what do you mean? Then you're not assuming what they're, what they're meaning. If you ask that person, well, how did you come to think of that or believe that or whatever? Well, then now you start to get in your mind exactly what I was talking about before. The difference between hearing and listening is listening. You're going to hear what they're saying, but you're also going to start to figure out what their intentions are, what their feelings are, what their emotions are behind the words that they're saying. So ask those questions first. We don't want to assume. And you know what they say about assuming, right? That it's not good to do, right? That's what they say, right? (laughs) That's about it on speaking that I've got. 
I'm sure that some of y'all have uh, uh, other things to say as a favor like last week. Whatever suggestions that you have for speaking, being slow to speak, or taming your tongue, or just keeping a rein on your tongue and not saying things in haste, please comment. Leave, leave them in the comments down here or, or on, the, on my Instagram page. I need help with being slow to speak or having a tighter rein on, on the words that I say. And I know that other people who are listening to this could use some of that wisdom. So as we go through the rest of this week, or whenever you get into an argument or whatever, just try to keep in, keep in mind, uh, it's important to see speaking as secondary to listening. It's more important to listen than it is to speak. Pause before you say something or you respond to something. If you pause, you give your chan- yourself a chance to listen to the Holy Spirit and maybe not say something that could be detrimental to you and that other person. Remember what, that what we say, it carries consequences, both positive and negative. And so your words mean a lot. Think before you speak. And be intentional when it comes to what you say. Don't be reactionary. Again, we need to be slow to speak and we need to think of speaking as being not nearly as important as listening. So thank you guys. Please like, comment, uh, share this, follow, subscribe, whatever it is. Uh, however you listen or however you watch. And, and again, the favor that I ask is to leave your comments Give some suggestions. Give some tips. Help me and help other people out. Because that's what this podcast is all about. It's just trying to do life together. So until next time, uh, when we go into part three of arguing, uh, may God bless you. And I love you guys. I'll see you later.